Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for listening to the hashtag Create Your Earth Life podcast with myself, your host, Janessa Staples. If you're new here, then you should know this podcast has gone from me, me, me to Christianity, which basically means I've gone from new age practices. Um, I did not realize that I was even practicing new age practices, and I was sharing stuff on my podcast about being your best self and loving yourself and you're enough. And then I started doing research and I started reading the Bible and a lot of my views have changed. So now I am sharing the word of God on here, which is just as powerful, but in a different way. It's actually more powerful. So I hope that you enjoy. And if you are not new here, then you will know that I have taken a couple weeks off. Usually I post a podcast every Sunday or Monday, but it's been about three weeks. And the reason I took time off is because I'm a surrogate mother. I was carrying surrogate twins and I just needed some time to prepare for birth. And so I had a week to get my stuff together. I do have a YouTube channel that shares about the surrogacy journey. If you're curious about the surrogacy journey, if you're curious about what I look like, how big my stomach got, what has happened on my journey, um, everything, then check it out. It's called Janessa's Journey. The last episode that I posted was last week and it was my labor and delivery video. Please feel free to check that out. And then I took a couple weeks off after birth because I just needed that time for myself and to, you know, connect. Um, I need that time to take care of myself basically. And This is where I'm going to jump in and tell you that we are going to be talking about a few things today. The three things we're going to be talking about is disconnecting from God, not feeling enough, and the election. So let me get started. Disconnecting from God. So this started when I was in labor. So every day I usually pray. I try to read the Bible. I read a Bible app on my phone. It has like a story streak. It's called Versions 2.0 Bible. You can just look it up in the app store. And I try to listen to that every day. I also listen to the Christian channel on the radio. I listen to Christian podcasts. I really try to include God in my life in every aspect of my life. And when I was in labor, I was starting to be in a lot of pain. And I remember there were definitely a few times where I was like, God, please help me through this pain. And it definitely helped. But then I got to a point where I was just like, I want medication. I'm in so much pain. Um, I got an epidural. And then after that, it was just all I could focus on was sleeping, getting the babies out. And that is when I felt like that was when I had my disconnect from God because I wasn't relying on him to get me through it, which is fine. I'm not judging anyone that gets an epidural or any kind of medication during birth because, wow, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of pain. But I also think it's really important to, even if you take medication or anything like that, to still try to really connect with God because he is here for us to rely on and that is what he wants. So I noticed when I came home, which was like the same day I gave birth, I came home that night and I 
knew in my head, I was like, I need to read the Bible. I need to pray. But I didn't for a couple of days. And I kept having it in my head. So one thing that was really, really helpful for me was knowing that my boyfriend said to me, you know, when you were in there, like I did a lot of praying for you. So I know that I had some kind of connection with God because he was praying for me, which is just so sweet and really appreciate that. And then also I knew that if I wanted to get back to connecting with God and having a relationship with God, I needed to get back to my normal things of prayer and reading the Bible and listening to podcasts that are Christian based and God based, um, listening to the Christian channel. And it was actually hard getting back to it because I was doing it every day. And then at one point when I stopped doing it, I was like, what's the point? Like, why am I doing this? And then I remind myself, like, that's just Satan attacking you. Like, that is what Satan does. He gets in your head and he wants you to think, like, what's the point? Why are you worshiping God? Like, why are you having him as your savior? You know? And so you just kind of have to push yourself into it. Pray. Like, that is the best way to build a relationship with God is to pray. So here are some things from the Bible, Colossians 2, 1 through 5. For I want you to know how great a struggle I have for you and for those at Laodicea. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but that's okay. And for all who have not seen me face to face, that their hearts may be encouraged, being knit together in love, to reach all the riches of full assurance of understanding and knowledge of God's mystery, which is Christ, in whom we are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. I say this in order that no one may delude you with plausible arguments. For though I am absent in body, yet I am with you in spirit, rejoicing to see your good order and the firmness of your faith in Christ." So this is really important because this is saying that you cannot see me, but I'm with you in spirit. God is always with you, and he's excited for to see your faith, and I have faith. Um, I'm faithful to him, and sometimes we can feel like we get disconnected, and we just need to figure out, like, how can we continue to build our relationship with God, and you really have to figure that out, and I think prayer is probably the best way. And as said, Romans 8.26, Likewise, the spirits help us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the spirit himself intercedes for us with groaning too deep for words. So even when we pray and we don't even know if we're saying the right things, God knows. God knows what we need. God knows what we're saying. God is with us. God is in us. We, he is everywhere. So our next topic, not feeling good enough. So this is something I have talked about in past podcasts when I was talking about, you know, more new age stuff. And I was saying, oh, you know, everyone's good enough. You're good enough. And I actually have a different viewpoint now that none of us are good enough and God made it so we're not good enough because he wants us to rely on him. He wants to be a part of our lives and he is the person that we rely on when we're not feeling good enough or when we're not good enough. So I was not feeling good enough because it's been two weeks since I posted a podcast or since I've done more YouTube videos. Basically, um, I haven't been working on my career, career the past couple of weeks, which is fine because I just gave birth two weeks ago. And, you know, some people take like six weeks off or 12 weeks off with my son. I took 12 weeks off of work and it was no worry. But granted, I did have my son with me. I don't have 
babies with me right now. It's just me. But it is important to take care of my body. But still, you know, I'm hard on myself, not feeling good enough, not getting stuff done. And then when I have a day where I'm not doing anything, I'm like, I can get all this stuff done. And then I just was not feeling it at all. I couldn't get myself to get off the couch and do it. And I was really hard on myself. And then I started to listen to a podcast and it is called God is for you hosted by Sheila Walsh. Highly suggest you check it out. I can't remember which episode I was listening to, but she has two seasons on there and it's so good. She just talks about how God is for you and experiences that she's had with God and it's awesome. And the episode I was listening listening to, she talked about a book that discusses how to please Satan. So Satan's goal is to get you away from God. So God wants you to rely on him and pray to him. And Satan wants you to focus on your thoughts and feelings and behaviors. And that was what I was doing. And it's amazing because I was like, I'm going to listen to a podcast that is, you know, God-based and I am going to try to get some insight. And then the first podcast I listened to, she says that like what Satan wants you to do is focus on your thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. That was what I was doing. I was focusing on like, oh, I can't get motivated. I'm not good enough. Like I'm getting upset over this. Oh, poor me and everything. Instead, what I should have been doing or could have been doing is praying to God and saying, hey, God, please help me through this. So I loved hearing that. I was just like mind blown. I was like, oh my God, like I've basically been attacked by Satan because this is what I'm focusing on is my thoughts, feelings, and behaviors instead of focusing on God and asking for his guidance and his assistance. So that's really interesting, something to think about when you are getting in that space of not feeling good enough. And then also listen to another podcast called God-Centered Success hosted by Mia Renee. Episode 210, Celebrating Progress, Not Perfection in Entrepreneurship. So as you know, I'm an entrepreneur. I have podcasts, have a YouTube video, as I've mentioned. I'm also working on a book. And she discusses how tomorrow is not promised and humans make their own plans and their own timelines and then are hard on themselves. Well, in, in the end, it's God's plan, not our own. So we should be celebrating our little progress. And I don't do that. I am like, I haven't made like a ton of money. Like I'm not celebrating until then. Like, you know, and she says that that's like very normal that a lot of entrepreneurs do that, but it's really important to, you know, have fun with it and celebrate the things like you have one YouTube video out, you have one podcast out, like you made one idea and put action to it. And that is something to celebrate. And she says, it doesn't have to be a big celebration. She's like, take a bath. If you don't usually take a bath, you know, do something for yourself to celebrate because progress is very important. It's not about getting to the exact place you want to be. It's about making progress every day and celebrating it and recognizing that, you know, you're doing the work. So I loved hearing that as well. Um, And also, like I said, it's called God-Centered Success, so it is centered around God. She talks about God. Definitely highly suggest listening to that. And from the Bible, Proverbs 3, 5, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. 
So basically, we could take all the knowledge in the world that we have and we could suck it all up into our brain and it doesn't matter because we need to be leaning on God because God is the one with the plan. God is the one with the knowledge that we need and we lean on him and trust in him. And it's very refreshing actually because we don't have to be connecting all the dots and figuring stuff out because we know God has a plan and we don't have to worry about it. John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. So just remember when you're not feeling good enough, when things are difficult, to rely on him because we could ask him for everything and anything we want here and that is Satan's job to give him give us everything and anything we want here. God's job is to give us eternal life if we worship him and we pray to him, we have a relationship with him, we read the Bible, we share his word, then that's God's job is to give us eternal life. So you have to really choose. Are we gonna worship Satan and have everything we want here and potentially, you know, be rich and have a big house and cars and all this stuff? Or are we going to say, you know what? Like, I need what I need. I trust that God is going to provide what it is that I need in this moment. He's not going to have me go without. And I'm not going to ask for more than what I need, but he is going to give me eternal life. And that's what God wants. He wants to give you eternal life. He wants you to rely on him. He wants you to worship him. And he wants you to know that he's here and he loves us. So election, the third topic today is election. So I'm sure everyone's been feeling the craziness going on. And it has stressed me out. That is another reason why I have not been able to focus and get stuff done is because I have been obsessing. I've been scrolling my phone, reading people's things that they post online, reading positive things and hopeful things, reading hateful things. I've been refreshing that um, on Google. I'm like, who's going to win the election or who's winning the election? Refresh, refresh, refresh. And I'm sure everyone's doing that or a lot of people are doing that. And we have to know that it does not matter who won. And I know it's that's a hard pill to swallow. It was a hard pill for me to swallow too. And it doesn't matter whether you're happy, you're sad. Um, none of that matters because God asks us to, one, he asks us to pray for the one in the leader, the person in charge. So like the president, people that are in leadership positions, he asks us to pray for them. So no matter what, no matter who won, whether I like the person or not, I'm praying for them. And then also we have to remember that whoever was elected president, it doesn't matter because God is king. So whatever it is, like God has a plan and that's what's going to happen. So whoever's president, it doesn't matter. Like God can do everything and anything and we just have to trust in him. So 1 Timothy 2, 2, pray for, for all people. First of all, then, I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for all people, for kings and all who are in high positions, that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. This is good, and it is pleasing in the sight of God, our Savior, who desires all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God, and there is one mediator between God and men, and the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom 
for all, which is the testimony given at the proper time. So it's just very important to pray, to pray for the one that is leading because it's a hard job, a big job. God asks us to do it. And so that's what I'm going to do. And Romans 12, 9 through 13, let God be genuine, abhor what is evil, hold fast to what is good, love one another with brotherly affection, outdo one another in showing honor, do not be slothful in zeal, be fervent in spirit, serve the Lord, rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, be constant in prayer, contribute to the needs of the saints and seek to show hospitality. So I think this is important. This is a very important verse because I am seeing so much hate online. People that have won, people that haven't won, whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, I'm just seeing a lot of people that are like, well, if you voted for this person, I want nothing to do with you. And you're automatically this or that and putting everyone in this big bubble. And there are different reasons why people vote for who they vote. And it may not even be the fact that they even like the person. They just might like their policies. or Maybe they do like the person or maybe they are this way or maybe they are that way or maybe they're not. You know, whatever title you're putting on people, it doesn't mean you're right. Just because you think that does not mean you're right unless you have sat down and personally talked to that person and tried to make an understanding. In the end, I don't feel like I need to explain myself on who I voted for and how I feel about it. Um, I think all I need to do is just pray and that I trust in God. I trust in God. God has a plan and I'm going to pray. So whether you're happy or not about the election, pray for Biden. And I think that's all I have to say today. These are the three topics that I have had on my mind that I've wanted to talk about with you guys. And coming up, I'm planning on sharing my testimony. I'm hoping to have some guests on. And I am so appreciative of you guys listening to my podcast. And if you would leave a comment, if you are on iTunes, if you could leave a review, that would be amazing. If you could share the podcast, that would be amazing. If you could message me on Instagram and let me know your thoughts on the podcast, if you want to be on the podcast, if the podcast is helping you in any way, ideas, anything, I'm open to it. I'd love to connect with you. My Instagram is evolving period writer, W-R-I-T-E-R period Janessa, J-E-N-A-S-A. And my YouTube channel, if you're curious about my surrogacy journey and about what's going on in my life now. As a mother, as someone that is pumping milk for twin babies, then check it out. My YouTube channel is called Janessa's Journey, J-E-N-A-S-A, comma S, Journey. And I hope you guys have the best day ever. God bless.